What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Lita Johnson, your host with the most so ever toast. Welcome to the Father Leader Podcast, and we're going to talk more here. This is 76 of Villanova Radio. We're going to come back. There's a lot of winning been going on, a lot of good things been going on. And so we're going to combine this radio. This is a good radio. First off, Philadelphia wins. The 76ers win. I right, looking at this team, 121 to 101. I expected the blowout. I don't expect nothing more. Uh, Philly is on a, a whole other level as far as their, their vision and where they're going. But looking at the Brooklyn Nets team, Cam Johnson, you got um, Cam Thomas for the future. And you got uh, Michael Bridges. If, if you, then you still got Nicholas Claxton. I mean, if you put guys together, then Woody's not a scrub at all. You put guys together, man. I mean, you're talking about a pretty good team for the future. Just just to start off with. It's a lot of good young pieces. David Duke Jr. You still got some vets. You know, you got Patty Mills. Maybe you get guys to come back. Like I said, keep them with him. Like they ain't in a bad situation. And they get this playoff experience. This is Cam Johnson is a good player. Michael Bridges. And you got a guy like Cam Thomas. I mean, come on. Now, Philly, um, as you look at Michael Bridges, had 30 points. Villanova bred guy, 30 points, um, five rebounds. Okay, he shot 12 for 18. He wanted it, four for four from the free throw line. He is their franchise guy. Like, he deserves a max contract. <coughs> Excuse me, he's been playing lights out since he's came there. I mean, he's been playing lights out. Like, he deserves – and like I say, people, people get, get it twisted. I mean – if Philly had him, of course you'll have a good player on on your team. But then, who's going to be at the four? Okay, do we know that? Can Michael Bridges? The thing is, Michael Bridges with uh, uh, Ben Simmons at the time, and MB. I mean, look at the changes they went through. You talk about saying they bring in Butler there. Yes, they would bring Butler there still if they got Michael Bridges without trading them. Okay. They will still have to work with three people. They're not going to depend on Michael Bridges to be their guy. You look at when he went to Phoenix. He showed how good he is, right? But he still couldn't flex who he was. I mean, they didn't depend on him. You got Booker. You had Paul and then eight in their center. Him being at Brooklyn gave him a chance to be him. He, he should have started off with some team like Charlotte where he can be him. A team where he can be him. And now people get to see where he can be. He has I think he is a one or two player on a team. In my opinion. I mean, it just is what it is. To me, when he came into that draft, he was the best two way player in that draft. I said that from the start. And that's just what it was. Philly needed a vet, a vet that could score, a guy that can go guess what they wanted. And you see, you know, he had thirty points and Tobias had twenty one. You know, so you get to see that. I put that up for Villanova. I was like, I know people wanted to see that. Probably the, the comparison between 21.4 rebounds. Tobias is now 14, 3 for 3. Hey, both good acquisitions, man. And Tobias was just the third best player. Like, he had 21, but MB had 26. Harden had 23. I mean, you know. Maxi had 13. You know, he had a, you know, still didn't have to get in. I just want to see Maxi do more. I mean, I feel like 
if this team's going to win a championship, Maxi has to be the guy that you can't leave alone. Like, it can't be just be – I mean, I think just looking at this 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 game here, the fact that Maxi can score made it good for Tobias because people forget how good Tobias really is. They forget. They forget, man. They forget who this guy is. I mean, when he came coming from Orlando and playing with the Clippers, he was the man on both those teams. He was that guy. Like, he was going. That's why it was so big when Philly got him. I mean, look, people looking at that $80 million, that $80 million he got, um, that big contract he got, and people didn't like that he got it. Like, I mean, Tobias was just being him, but I don't think he's the type of guy around other dogs that's going to just take over and be a dog. He's going to take over if he has to. He don't think he, I mean, I don't think he don't think he has to. We don't go with the urgency because other guys like Embiid and Simmons had the ball. He's not, he's just not that guy. Now, if he's the only guy scoring on your team, he's going to be a dog for real because he know he has to. There's nobody else doing this. He's not in the way. He's just one of those type of guys. But now it's different, right? With Harden. Harden has made – people are not looking at how good he's made Maxi, MB, and how good he's made Harris. Harris can be him now. This game proves it all. For him to start this hot, shooting this efficient, Harris is comfortable. He knows how to attack. P.J. Tucker playing like P.J. Tucker, just a guy with defense, dog, rebound, three-point when he's open. Like, P.J. Tucker, is. this is what they got him for. Jalen McDaniels, a plus 11, five points, four rebounds, two assists. Hit a three-pointer. Gorgeous Nyang, or George Nyang, eight points, two three-pointers he hit. Paul Reed, 11 points, four rebounds, two steals. And then you still get six from Milton, who hit two for seven from three-pointer, like, this is what this team can do. Then you you ain't got nothing from Deadman yet. Who Deadman can do things. You still got a guy like Cork Miles who got a couple of minutes of. He has playoff experience. He still can hit that shot. Harold, pl- they have playoff experience through the bench, and then they still got young guys like McDaniel. Then you know Springer and, and, and McGlung and guys like that. And King. I mean, these guys can eat. I don't care what anyone says. You put those guys in this playoff game. These guys can still score. Louis King. Before he even got the two-way deal with Philly, he'd already got NBA experience with a couple of teams. Matt McGlung has a little bit of NBA experience. Then you put Jaden Springer has it. But these guys just won the G League championship. They just had a big game in the season. But all three of them, all three of them, I mean, this team is past deep. Past deep. They just have to go out there and do it. It's the inconsistency. Are they ready have they played long? They just have to come together and do it. That's it. They have everything it takes to win the championship. Everything it takes to win the championship, from shooting to size to a point guard, elite point guard, elite big man, young scoring rising star. What better than that? Like when Dwayne Wade was with Shaq, that type of guy. Tobias Harris. I mean, what can you compare that? I mean, it's. It's like having Nick Anderson from the from Orlando Magic. It's like having. Um, Hersey Hawkins back in the year, years with the Sixers. It's like, you know, think about it. You know, Tayshawn Prince and his prime, 
even better than that, though. Tobias Harris, even better than that. Tobias Harris don't get the credit of, of, of how productive he is. You look at a lot of power forwards, the Kevin Loves, and Tobias Harris is right there, one of the best. He's a sixth legend. It's no question. And he proved it, what he's made of right now. You can hit from the th- If he's hitting like that, Tobias Harris is a guy that no one is talking about right now. And you're talking about fire. The, the big three, that should be the big three, but Maxie's so good. But Maxie is still like, he's still dangerous. That 13 was dangerous. That's a dangerous 13. Dangerous 13. We're talking about three assists, three steals, six rebounds, three for five from three-pointer, like four for four from the free throw. Like he was he was dangerous too. He didn't have to just get 20 points because Tobias got it. This is going to be a real interesting team. The more games they play, how good they – because the last two games was so interesting to see that – Jaden Springer, you should talk about the young players, talk about Jaden Springer, right, and how good he's been. He was recruited by Villanova. He, he was recruited by Villanova. IMG, point guard, uh, played with Jeremiah Robinson Earl, played with uh, Armando Bacchard of North Carolina, um, Noah Farrakhan, who, who's, um, who played with Eastern Michigan, with um, Imani Bates, um, that team was loaded with talent, loaded. And Jaden Springer was one of those five stars that Nova tried to get. Um, and he's good. Matt McGlung, I remember him, Gay City. Um, I just started following because he he was dunking on people. When I saw it, I was like, oh, I got who is this guy? So I started following his whole. He was scoring like thirty a game in, in Gay City. He broke Iverson's record. He was really that good. I, you know, I kept up with him, the interviews with him, and he was really that guy. Like, he was really good like that. But the thing he's done is worked on his game. I'm talking about when you work on your game, that's what he's done. He can shoot the three. He's proven it. He can drive and he can make the pass. He almost had a triple-double. Let's not forget about this. He had 29-9, not even just 19 that Jaden had. Or, you know, the 20 that Louis King had, hitting four for eight from three-point line. He had 29 and nine. That The don't believe the hype motto was out of the window. 20 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. Which is not – it's one thing when you get 20 points, all right? Jaden got 19, showed great defensive plays, made big plays. Louis got 20, hit four for eight from three, showed he can shoot. But when you get nine rebounds and nine assists, you just said something. You just said something. And Philly got to see that and like, whoa, whoa. So um, just pay attention, Philadelphia. Don't be crazy at all. But um, Philadelphia, they got the next game coming up. And um, NBA really didn't even have to get in there. He 15, 7 for 15. You know, he went to the line, um, two blocks. I mean, he's starting off, you know, it was a decent game for him. Harden was just on fire, man. Like, Harden is here. He set the game tone from the, the beginning to uh, – this team's not going – 
why, why I say that, this team lost to Philadelphia when they didn't even have their big three. They had Tobias. They lost then. Now, then you're looking at the game when they actually played with their pieces. They still lost. Then <laughs> they played with no, not even Melton, Harris, Maxie, MB, Harden, all gone. And they still beat Brooklyn. Brooklyn just really just has their ultimate number after the, after the first time they played them when they had Harden. It was a disaster, you know, the year before. Now they just got their number. You <laughs> can't beat them with nobody. They can have the big three, whatever. They just can't beat Philly. Um, This is going to be big. Let's see where Philly goes from here. Now, Villanova. Villanova, listen. Man, what happened? Listen, I'm going to come back. Y'all got to just stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> we got to talk about Hunter. We got to talk about Hakeem Hart. We got to talk about TJ Bomber. We got to talk about some things, Villanova. What is going on, man? Like, um, I will be doing, um, like I said, I'll be combining the women's basketball, the football, and also the pro Villanova updates with um when one podcast man what villanova players can be pro what they're gonna get can with more updates you know your josh hart yeah they will all be on one villanova podcast and i'm getting things together y'all because i want to feed the masses um that'll also have some you know i'll get into the track with villanova too you know eventually but that's gonna be a big podcast but when I come back, we're going to talk about basketball, man. And why you should believe. I Listen, I can't believe. Y'all was. Well, oh, God. Y'all supposed to have love for me, man. People actually believe I would put out a tweet about something being wrong when I'm totally right about it. We'll be back on Fire Leader, man. <laughs> the flow listen man Hunter Dickinson the first thing this is this is the thing this is where we're gonna start from this scenario this scenario listen I saw the same tweet I saw the same tweet and I was like okay I'm looking like what is this big East guy talking about you know but then I saw the heat somebody you know I, like hold up somebody just asked a question and, and he was like, Yeah, I got a reliable source. Everybody who who knows about this tweet. Okay. Now when it got so when something gets retweeted and then other Villanova people started retweeting it. So I get a I get a, a text, my phone, 
I always say it's reliable, very close to Lenovo Source. When I say close to Lenovo Source, it's as close as you can be. Let's put it like that. It's as close as you can be. Close as you can be. Just think about the closest you can be. All right. That's what I mean by close to Lenovo Source when I say that. Okay? I'm not going to say no names. And I don't say nothing about stuff until things are over. And then I put names out there. But I got a text that Hunter Dickinson was not on campus. From a person, who, if they saying it, it's true. That's, that's just it. <laughs> that's just it. So I immediately, you know, saw it and put it out there. People, it's not. And then people was like, oh, what is it? that means this is it's not true. If That means he was on campus. My thing was, I was like to myself, I was like, I was like, yeah, you know what? It is a trip when you don't got no pictures when a guy like that is on campus. Cause he would have pictures and I bet you Justin would be there. Justin, when he come to campus, Justin is going to be there to see his guy. I, I think that's all. And then if you're looking at the Hakeem Hart thing, you know, um, he played at Merlin who knows where that goes in that circle of, you know, maybe rooting for the college. I don't know. Just, just he's Merlin though. Now the Hart, Hakeem Hart situation is he, well, he did visit campus. He did, because I, I, I mean, now I text that person. I was like, hey, did this person? Because <laughs> now I'm like, oh, because I didn't even ask or nothing. I just got hit up like, yo, um, he did not visit campus. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. So then, um, so I, I text that person. I was like, yo, did that person go on? Because I'm hearing this and that. And then I'm like, yeah, early, he, it was like early on. And he was here. And so, yeah, Hakeem Hart did visit Villanova. Villanova's doing their due diligence, man. They're going in. The people are visiting. They're talking to him. And Hakeem Hart's a 6'7". Oh, my God, man. Once again, shout out to uh, Eric Dixon, Dad. Shout out to Colin Gillespie. You know, they they, they chipped in on, you know, I, I dig it. I understand people. I, I dig, you know, you had some type of experience that you're sure that this is how you should feel about, but I, maybe I'm I'm just technical. That's it. Two four seven sports rated him a three star small forward. That's the first thing. Everything else is irrelevant, okay? Because he was ranked a small forward. So what you're saying where he was at, where he played, and how he was ranked a small forward. For, and the second thing, he's 6'7". That's already a small four. 6'6 six, six is the tallest. Listen, since the beginning of the time, Michael Jordan was 6'6". Six, 6'6 six. Six, six is, is the tallest you're getting out of shooting guards. You see a 6'7 shooting guard, that was rare that that was going to be a fit in. Now, it's a positionless game, so people could be this and that, but not even many. Shoot, right now, point guards are 6'7". Before they're 6'7 shooting guards in, in the NBA, the point guards are more 6'7". Like, right? The point guards will be taller than the the, the uh, shooting guards now when they used to be like that. But that's just how it is. But Hakeem Hart, yes, he is a small forward in every sense of the word. At 6'7", that's what you're going to look at first. You know, so just like Eric Dixon. Eric Dixon is not going to be a center, but even though it's a positionless league and he'll bang it out. But that's going to be a mismatch problem. They're not going to try him as, especially how toned and muscle and shape he's got in that 6'7". He just not he just not wide. He's he's muscular. He's toned, and he shoots the tray ball. 
you stretch to be a stretch five would be a, a miss, especially with guys like <clears throat> if you're not doing what Ben Wallace is doing, you don't need to be playing center at six at six below six ten. It's crazy, okay? Eric Dixon is the perfect power forward. He has so much talent, so much talent. Like it's almost like. You just can't wait to see him play. I couldn't wait to see him get like he got last year. I was waiting for that time, that year, when he finally kicked it up. If you saw him play at Edmonton, you saw these games like this man was unstoppable. <laughs> like, and so now you got a guy that can hit the trade ball, he can rebound. I think he's going to be even better next year. If they can get Hunter Dickinson, let's just talk about that part before we get to other things on Villanova. Mark Armstrong is going to be a, a wonder kid. If anybody watched this man play in the spurts that he played, how fast he plays, how explosive he is, how powerful he is, um, his decisions he makes, how he can hit it from the three ball. And I said that he, he reminds me of a Damon Stoudemire because he's quick and he's, he's quick and fast and how he, he penetrates and, and drives to the hole, Damon Stoudemire, and with his dribble. Or you got Derrick Rose, how explosive he is. Then you got Isaiah Thomas, the dribbles he can put on you, how he can dribble and how he can score in different ways with his jump shot and with his dribble. Like, he's really one of those. And then the Damon Lillard effect, the Dame Lillard effect, because he can shoot from the long range on you. He can get you from long range. He can light it up. So Villanova with Mark Armstrong. And then you got Justin Moore coming back, the go-getter of go-getters. <laughs> like, he's a – him coming back, he's the biggest player of the year candidate. Like, there's nobody – I mean, you got other guys who can get it, but I think it's more all day. I think he's built for this moment to be the biggest player of the year. This is Justin Moore time. Like his last year, Demantha Catholic, when he was just – this is this is going to be a big year for Justin Moore, and you can only put him in the top twenty in any draft if he plays at his best. Justin Moore, I don't I don't think if, if that's the NBA scouts now, if you tell me there's twenty players that play better than Justin Moore at his best in any draft, you're crazy. Like, there's more. If you tell me there's more than 20 players, if you tell me there's more than 20 players that play better than Justin Moore at his best, uh, you're crazy. Right? So now you come with DJ Bomber. We just talked about Armstrong. We talked about Moore. We talked about Dixon. Now you bring in another monster. He just scored almost 16 the game. Bring him in. You got a Jersey guy, a Merlin guy, a PA guy and a Cali guy. And then if you could bring in Dixon. Now, see, that's just unfair because he gets a three. He, he can block your shot. He's in size. He can compete with anybody. Like, who's going to mess with that team? Like, right now, if you look at that team right now with Bomba, even just before that, because who? how many teams are going to have guys like Mark Armstrong, Dixon, and more that can create their own shot? How many teams are going to have guys that can stop that? 
those guys all can create their own shot. And Mark Armstrong brings another element because he's a young, fast, he's going to bring people to him. You know, then you look at the bench, you got Longino and Housing. Not many benches in the country, any team has guys to test it like that. Housing's not scared to shoot that rock from anywhere. He's an NBA prospect just because his jump shot. He is an NBA prospect. And then Longino, the way he can score. Them two guys right there, just think about that. People are saying another thing about Trey Patterson not starting. Listen, y'all are crazy. The man averaged, didn't even average over seven minutes a game. Not even over, not nowhere. To, 6.8 minutes a game. How many? He got in. The times he got in, I mean, it was do or die, wasn't it, for y'all? He didn't get no plays. He barely knew what the. He was just in there doing the best he could. That is not a test, man. That is. I think next year you'll see him get in the game more because they need that size for one. That's going to be it regardless. Whether he starts or not, he's going to get time. They need their size. And he has the experience with their team. He's going to get time. That's going to be his year next year. Because if you look at that team, Longino, Patterson, the experienced guys. You got Njoku. Um, we'll see how much time he gets. I think he's the future because this is Dixon's. I think it will be his last year. Dixon, he'll be in the NBA. Now, this team is going to be able to allow him to flex his skills. The NBA scouts to see it. Dixon, Mason, and um, Bamba. I think all those guys, could, it, it could be something because they could potentially grow, get out of here. If this team succeeds the way it should, just without Dixon right now, this team succeeds the way it should, all them guys should look like, just without Dixon, that team looks like a Sweet 16 team. Just without Dixon. You get Dixon, it's totally different now. And the two guys that are going to get, Archie Diagono, Chris is going to get time, Howes is going to get time, Longino going to get time. And then you got Patterson. They're going to get... People are going to get time on there more. I think Patterson's been been there a long time. And, you know, I, I see they're trying to get they're, they're trying to get someone else in there. I guess another guard, but you know, but it don't look like a, another guard. Look at it. You got housing, and they got Archie Diakono. If you're bringing in Hakeem Hart, and they get a guy like Hart, that's another guy. You now you can put that guy at the four. You know, Bamba at the three. That guy at the four. Now, that's a whole other team right there. <laughs> that's a whole other team. You put Hart at the four because he's 6'7 with length. He can shoot. You put him next to TJ Bomb, but that's a good four. That's a different team. Because Jermaine Samuels, look how much he, you know, look at his, his size at 6'7 and being 230. 230 to be playing the power four position, gain weight. You know, but still six seven. Look at the the recent look, Brandon Slater, six seven. And that's a guy who was recruited as a shooting guard, and they put him at they start ranking him as shooting guard, and they ranked him as small forward and two four seven changed it from shooting guard to small forward. Like Brandon Slater is another guy who ended up playing small forward in Villanova system, you know. Hakeem Hart could be that guy playing that 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 forward position right next to Bamba. And that gives them a chance to let Patterson be on the bench, bring him off a size, Longino. 
And then you're looking at, okay, they get Dixon. Now you're looking at Hart coming off the bench for Dixon. Or coming off the bench, you got um, both him and Longino coming off the bench. Now that's different. Patterson getting some time because he got size, and then you got Longino and you got Hart. That's different. Then just think about Longino playing some guard with housing and some lineups, and you got Archer Diacono. Like that, that's depth. They're, they're trying to get a team for sure that's going to compete and be in the top 25. If they get Dickinson, it should be in the top 25 now, but even with this team, they're not going to put them there. But if they get Dickinson, oh, Villanova's top 25. That is clear. Villanova's a championship caliber team. I think they could win it. I would pick them to win the championship. If I'm looking at teams coming in next year, looking how things went, North Carolina's not didn't become their team. Arkansas didn't become their team, even though Arkansas is a team to watch out for next year. But to be champions, you know, uh, Michigan is a team to look at. But Villanova looks like that. They got experienced guys. These guys are experienced bomber. They're ready right now to come in here. Neptune could really, this could be, this is interesting. If they get Dickinson on Villanova, this is interesting. Okay, um, recruiting, April 18th is a big time. And if we straighten up the Hunter Dickinson thing, April 18th is a big time, man. Um, Christian Bliss, three-star um, shooting guard, one of Pennsylvania's top players in 2024, is going to visit um Three-star, small forward, Jaden Glover. Also going to visit one of Jersey's best players. Um, also four-star, 2023. Four-star, Brady Dunlap. All will be on campus on the 18th, you know, um, at one time. You know, some people 18th to the 20th. and It's crazy. Like, that's... They'll be there for a couple of days. This is the big thing. They'll be there for a couple of days. So this is a big recruiting effort. Like Neptune, this is what he do, man. Like <laughs> this is Neptune. This is, and you got Ashley Howard coming back. This is exciting. And Neptune is a recruiter. He knows how to do this. You know, you can talk about coaching all you want. Okay, I understand your opinions, but as a recruiter, he's gonna bring talent in there. How they win is up to, totally up to how he coaches them. And I'm all confident because we did it for them, you know. And last year, he tried to compete, go hard. And now this is his vision, his team. I'm totally confident that this is going to be one of the best teams in the country. They get Dickinson. It's a different ball game. Um, it's just kind of unbelievable looking at this team. And where they come from. But the one guy I gotta say, just watch out. Mark Armstrong, this year, him, he's the I think nobody realized how good he's gonna be, man. Mark Armstrong is going to be unbelievable. Nobody's I mean, I know Housing's another guy off the bench. If you're looking at how Dante DiVincenzo shot it, Housing has his same and he and we talking about as a freshman. Can you realize and just visualize how good his jumper is going to get? 
the, the more he plays in this system. Like, he's going to end up being a starter eventually. I think if you look at when Moore leaves, that's Housen's job. That That is that is – you cannot not put him at shooting guard. He is a, a wonder kid at that, with that long-range shot. I mean, Jesus, he can shoot from anywhere. And you bring him in next year with whoever's going to play point guard, that's the next thing. Who's going to be the point guard? Okay, so I know whoever's coming in at point guard, whether they get a transfer guy or not, you know um, – 2024 is going to be a big class to see what they get. You know, Brady Dunlap making another 2023 guys list is big. And then you're looking at people visiting and Hunter Dickinson is on their list. Like Villanova still popular school. This is a big, this was a very successful off season and um, um, type of transition here with the transfer portal and recruiting. This is, this is big, real big. Um, the big thing on the 18th I'm trying to find out is are they looking for commitments from these guys this is a lot I mean this could be real huge if they turn out to get Bliss and Glover real quick and then get done like if they get all three if they get one out of three is successful but if they turn out to get all three like if Dunlap ends up being with Villanova, he's coming in next year. That means there's another guy coming in next year. Then if Glover and Bliss both commit, that's a shooting guard and a small forward put on this team already now to succeed. Like this could be – I really want to see how how these talents go. One guy was like, oh, three stars. We're going three stars now. Listen, y'all – for one, y'all unfair. Y'all unfair. He's not Jay Wright. You know, Jay Wright, when, when he's your coach, that's what the, the recruiters, the assistant coaches have to bargain with, who you are, who your program is. But that that coach is not Jay Wright. Payne is not Calipari, even though he got Scott Clark and Trenton Flowers, right? Neptune is not right, even though he got that recruiting class to stay, and he got T.J. Bomber to come. He got Hunter Dickinson still interested in so many. Malik Thomas, top guy, one of the top guys in 2025, interested in Villanova. He's just Kyle Neptune, so you got to let him get his stock up to where five stars and four. You know, Malik Thomas just visited, and there's nothing wrong with three stars. Nothing wrong with him. Trying to get good players. So this is a big, big April 18th is huge. So listen, y'all. Okay. This is big though. This is it's huge to see this going on. Hakeem Hart did visit 11.4 points a game, 37% from the three-point line. Some major, major. And another thing I wanted people to understand, Cam Whitmore. I saw one guy say something about Cam Whitmore. One follower uh, is something about um Something ridiculous. Cam Whitmore is um he's not better than Bomba right now. Are you crazy? Does anybody know? Oh, unbelievable. So to end this part, um 
Feeling over is on something big right now. Real huge. There's other guys, other recruits that they're going to talk to. They're going to turn up. They're going to pop up. I can't talk about it, but Villanova's trying to make more happen for the next couple of seasons. You know, um, Dante Allen's another guy in 2025, along with Malik Thomas, that they're recruiting. You know, that's Malik Allen, Villanova legacy player. So they're trying to make, you know, quick jumps and moves. And with Ashley Howard, it's going to be real good. This is going to be fun. So Villanova, I'm out. Uh, all six of the fans, um, have nothing to worry about with the young talent coming up. And we are out. I'll be back on the next episode of Follow the Leader. Planets are small, the balls are clay. The balls are clay. Not even a satellite. Not even a satellite. So keep staring soon, you suddenly see a star, you better follow it, cause this is the hall. This is a lesson that you're guessing, that you're following in the hurry, hurry, stay.